What's up, everybody? Woohoo! Woohoo! <laughs> Hi, Aaron. Uh, hey. Welcome back to another episode of the Mindful CEO. Hey, I've yeah, got yeah. some great feedback on um, the last two episodes we've done. Last okay. week was the Mindless uh, CEO podcast episode, mm-hmm. which I, I I started listening to. Have you started listening to our conversations yet? I have not. I, just, I find it very <laughs> difficult to listen. They're to so good. Why do you? How do? We'll have to unpack that another time. But okay, um, well, maybe not. You know. Um, yeah, they're really I, good. They're really, I really appreciate where we go in the conversations. All right, good. And we're getting external validation. It's not just me thinking that about mm-hmm. myself or you. <laughs> it's like one of our three listeners is nine getting- out of 10 <laughs> listeners agree that, you know, our podcast is. Do we have 10? No, no, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I make it sounded better. Uh, yeah. So, um, let's talk about being the CEO of our lives. I mean, this yeah. is your prompt, but yeah. Well, I was, uh, uh um, Talking, to, I was on a podcast with some other people who do a sort of a wander podcast as yeah. well with the prompt and then just wander and see what shows up. And one of the things that showed up was this idea of being the CEO of your life. She was asking me about my podcast and, and it came up like when we had started this, you know, the evolution of this podcast was from realtor specific podcast to, yeah. oh, this would apply to anyone who's a business owner. This is a useful kind of inquiry, leadership, legacy, and leverage, or you, yeah, come on, got all three. Oh, right, uh, right away. It only takes me a year. Um, you know, are useful concepts for, you know, any business owner, yes yeah. right? Anyone who's dealing yeah. with, you know, having their life make a difference. And then I don't know why it didn't occur to me in the first place, but it's a big conversation in my, in my book, sell your home, like a boss is to be the CEO of that transaction. And I think very much what's missing for people is ownership, hmm. uh, you know, in real estate, particularly I, I see it in my field all the time that they, people act in a way that's deferring. Yeah. Um, and uh, which is the whole feeding into the appification mm. of the real estate process. And, you know, they don't operate as if they frankly just don't operate as if they're the CEO, the place where it really showed up initially was people don't interview agents sufficiently. Yeah. They hire the first agent they talk to. And as a CEO, you just wouldn't do that. Yeah. You know, if you were the CEO of a business, you just wouldn't do that. So mm. anyway, so being the yeah. CEO as an individual, as a context has been, something I've been talking about for a long time. You know, the book's probably three, four years old at this point. Yeah. Um, but I hadn't, it didn't, I didn't make the connection between that and this podcast until Saturday. And I thought that is interesting. Like if it opens this up to a wider audience, you know, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, when people hear a CEO, it's obviously a business term. Yeah. It's, intentionally designed to bring that world up mm-hmm. of business. Yeah. Um, but what does it mean to be the CEO of your own life? And what, what are the implications of that? And what would be the advantages and what are the disadvantages and what um, is that an empowering context for you? Is that someplace that if you stood there and you got yourself located as the chief executive officer of your life, what leverage would that give you? Yeah. 
to make a difference in your life. You know, it's a position of leadership for sure, right? You hear a CEO and that is a the leader yeah. of yeah. the company. Um, you know, and what leverage does it give you in your life to be able to uh, locate yourself as that kind of person? So I don't know, I thought that would be a good place yeah. to leap into an inquiry about that. So any thoughts about that? Anything you hear about that? I definitely, I mean, we, you and I have talked in past uh, podcast episodes just about, you know, reframing and context. And uh, for me, it's a weekly occurrence of, um, you know, I will in, um, inevitably wind up somewhere waking up in the morning where I'm um, not in a state of, I am all that I am. And I am going to, you know, I'm not being mindful. I'm waking up to the to-do mm-hmm. list. I'm waking up to whatever. And mm-hmm. um I think this is similar to that. I think it's e- it, it, when I'm with others in a position of leading something, it's easier for me to wear the the identity called I'm the CEO of this project, of this thing I'm doing with other people. But in my own life, it often occurs like I'm trying to catch up to all that life is happening to me, around me. And um, so what I mean, the first thing that's coming up is just the context of knowing myself as a CEO, a leader in relationship to other people, but then in relationship to my life, just that's a, that's a thing to bring up for me. That's a reframing tool. I am the CEO of my life and I, I'm appreciating it in this moment because I don't, that's not how I typically think about it. Mm. You know? There's a certain, um, what's the word? It's, I don't want to say status, but a certain confidence or a certain posture about thinking of myself as the CEO of my life mm-hmm. that I, I mean, I can be, I can motivate myself and it, but it doesn't come with the same swag that the same swagger that thinking of myself as my, as the CEO of my life might come with. Yeah. For I, me. I, I, it's interesting because as we're talking about it, you know, it's like, okay, if I, I can, it's easy to get it when you compartmentalize it. I'm the CEO of this project. Yeah. Right? I'm the CEO of my business. I'm the CEO of um, whatever, the, this podcast, the CEO, right? But here we are in partnership. So even if I look at it like, oh, this is good, because the place where I was having trouble grasping it or, or the, the metaphor broke down was in my marriage, right? Like, I, you know, my wife's the CEO. Um, and I, I say that jokingly, but, I, but now I'm really looking at it like, it's interesting. Um, I guess because let's see what's there is, you know, the CEO is the director. It's the person who's saying how things are going to go. And I don't, you know, and I suppose a a strong CEO is always listening for the constituencies and what's going to make a difference right in inside enrollment and what's possible and building something and, uh, creating an opportunity for people around me to participate and that kind of leadership is you know kind of leadership that we're talking about yeah is the kind of leadership where others show up knowing themselves as leaders not leader follower kind of conversations yeah yeah um yeah like if you don't distinguish that then ceo becomes sort of a hammer mm-hmm. right um but if you are in the world of leadership as that which empowers other people's natural leadership. Yeah, that's good. Um, inside that context of leadership, 
then the CEO becomes a, um, the, the phrase that's there for me is leader of men, like someone who's yeah. in, like creating the opportunity for others to know themselves as bigger than they knew themselves before. And hmm. I can, you know, I can get that. It's interesting, you know, because in the marriage, in my marriage, or even in this partnership here, Chris, between you and I, right, right. Um, It's a place to come from, right? Like I can be, I'm the CEO of my life, which doesn't necessarily mean I'm in charge of this podcast, right? Like unilaterally or clearly not my marriage unilaterally. Nothing is unilateral. But Hmm. I think in the frame of, you know, we talk about, this is always mind blowing to me if I remember back to my forum, right? Is, um, and I wonder if we still do this in there, but you know, that relationships work when it's a hundred percent zero. Yeah. Right. People think relationships work when it's 50, 50. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. It never works when it's 50, 50. The only way to get it to work is when it's a hundred percent zero, like I'm a hundred percent accountable. Otherwise it's, I'll bring the fire. If you bring the wood, which is never going to fucking happen. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. Or it, it's unsustainable. I mean, it might happen, but it's, it, it, um, but there is, so there is this element of, no, I'm the CEO of that marriage. Nothing happens in that. Nothing happens. I'm not the CEO of the marriage. I'm the CEO of my life. Yeah. And as the CEO of my life, I am in, uh, I have, my job is to have that relationship. That relationship is my business. That marriage is my business. Yeah. I'm going to have that fucking thing work. Yeah. So right. the directive. So the directive. And it doesn't matter what she's that. doing. Right. It doesn't matter what she's doing. I'm yeah. gonna have I'm a hundred percent zero, whether she shows up or not. I'm as a CEO of my life, I'm gonna show up in that space hundred percent zero. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent accountable. Yeah. Hundred percent accountable. And you know, and definitely works. What definitely works in my marriage is when my job, when I relate to my job in that marriage is to that she's my customer yeah 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 (laughs) you know my wife is my customer in that context and my job is to have complete customer satisfaction Mm. you know Mm. to have it be yeah that's an interesting reframe yeah right like that's that's my job oh my god i had the worst customer experience just this week Not with my wife, not with my okay, wife. Okay, okay, okay. No, because no, no, I mean, no, no, you're no, right no. on the heels of. I know, you know. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I got to reel that back in. No, oh, no. Yeah. You should, let's clarify. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I'm just, because customer service is, oh my God, what a bugaboo. What a, mm-hmm. I'm so hooked by bad customer service. So hooked by it. Do you have it, contempt for it? Do you, can you get all the way to contempt for it? <laughs> for bad customer <laughs> service? <laughs> I, I know. I just get, I get in infuriated mm. it's i get so mm. wrapped around the axle of how mm. uh mm. Un, how lack how mindless it is how just it's so dumb it's so easy to give good customer service it's so simple mm. and i think it's easy it's simple and easy yeah, yeah. um to give good customer service. There's just no big deal to it. And yet mm. it occurs like, 
you know, I don't well, know. I mean, dude, if you're, I mean, this is to bring it back to the conversation of, the okay, CEO of your life. Like if you're not used to being the CEO of your life, you wouldn't know how to show up. The level of agency you have for yourself would have a hard, I mean, it just, it, it would have a hard have time agency, to, yeah. Are you saying you to show up for somebody else in a certain way that delivers yeah. easy customer service. You would have to know yourself as someone a certain way that, that could do that. I, I, I'm wondering if, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Well, no, 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 don't whatever. Let's go, just go back. What do you, I, I, There's just so much to unpack in it, you know? It's like, on one hand. Well, we should have a podcast where we unpack it. Oh, we <laughs> oh, <well>, do. <laughs> but there's too many. Since you've been sharing, I have like 10 things I want to say. Hey, let's they, start with one They of them. all go different directions. One is like, uh, you know, I started off saying I I can know myself as a CEO with other people. And then, but then how I think of myself is often not maybe in the same standard, but which is sort of the opposite of what I'm saying in this scenario where somebody giving bad customer service, um, where they would have to know themselves as somebody, they would have to know themselves a certain way in order to want to show up for somebody else and provide easy and awesome customer service. Like, so I'm, it's a little paradoxical or, Okay, uh, let's but, just unpack that one little segment there because I don't understand what you're saying and I want to understand what you're saying. So, <laughs> okay, good. Uh, go back to the first part of it, right? Which is. Well, I, that one I can say from my lived experience. Like that one okay. is true for me, which is um, you talked about being a CEO of your own life. I don't mm-hmm. often think of myself that way. But okay. I have thought of myself. I do know myself as a CEO or the the what that context carries with it of projects outside myself with other Mm -hmm. people. When I'm leading a space, when I'm leading a project, I can relate to myself very effectively as I am a hundred percent zero in this thing. I will be in this partnership. I will be in whatever this project is a hundred percent zero. So I know myself as a CEO with other people. Yeah. Hang on one second. Let's just say a hundred percent zero, just because that's, that may show up as code for people that you know, haven't been in the forum or don't understand what we're saying. hundred percent zero means I'm a hundred percent responsible. You're 0% responsible. Um, it's everything's on me. I have a hundred percent responsible for this working. You are 0%. So you have no problems doing that in, in. Yep. Specific guide rails, containers, spaces. But when you look at your life in general, it doesn't when show I- up that way. Yeah, when it's just me with myself and my own, you know, I'm not in a business setting. I'm just, mm-hmm. it's Chris with his health or it's Chris with mm-hmm. his um, um, spirituality or whatever. It's much easier for me to just be like, maybe I will, maybe I won't. In other words, there's, there's no one else to be 50% or 100% on their end. Right. It's only me. It's right. only me, but I'm not 100%. I'm like, you know, it depends on the day. I'm 25%. I'm like, maybe I'll work out. Maybe I won't. You know, maybe I'll follow my meal plan. Maybe I won't. I don't know. It's not hundred percent zero with myself. That's good. So let's just right there. Let's drill in there for a second, because that then opens up the opportunity Mm. for mindfulness. (laughs) Yeah, good. Right. That's what's missing in those occasions is uh, maybe not the only thing is missing, but certainly missing there is some degree of awareness, presence, mindfulness, and we should have a prompt called defining mindfulness at some point, Chris. Mm -hmm. Um, Right. You want to put that on the list. It'd be great. Um, 
but I could hear it in what you were saying. I, Cause my as lived is scrolling, doom scrolling before I get out of bed. Like, okay, just two more reels. Okay. One more. Reel. Okay. <laughs> okay. I like this. I like this comedian. I mean like that, like, yeah, yeah. but there's no one in charge, right? Like the monkey is in charge in those cases, right? The monkey mind is in charge. The yeah. default, whatever the brain wants, whatever the brain thinks, which is the absence of mindfulness. Mm-hmm. It's, it's deadening. It's numb. Um, yeah, no yeah. one's no one's home. I'm not noticing it. I'm not responsible for it. I'm not, there's no me in charge of that. I think all those things fit inside that. Yeah. Um, And that's what I think the opportunity for practicing mindful, one of the opportunities of practicing mindfulness is to leave you as the, as the possibility of leaving you in charge, a, you, you know, like what's you, right? Yeah. Right. But a, you, as someone who has a, you know, commitment, uh, for a legacy yeah you know, like yeah that's the you know if you really look at it like i don't i hate it when people say you know the country doesn't you need to, a businessman to run the country like as if the country needed to turn a profit <laughs> like yeah yeah the post office loses money i was like okay yes the post office is, but so is the military yeah 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 right and that, it's a fucking service it's not supposed to make money it's like <laughs> crazy so i i'm much more left the yeah, thinking yeah. business is the answer to everything however contextually um hmm. uh you know if you looked at it like this is good chris because this is about your life's purpose your legacy all those conversations it's hmm. in those moments where you're not the ceo that that like leg- you're not in the presence of the legacy of what you're up to of your purpose yeah, yeah. right that purpose could then become the mission of the business not a stretch that's really what we've been talking about for a year is that your purpose is your business your business is your purpose yeah and there's that opportunity and but we haven't brought to it the mindfulness of being the ceo of the fulfillment of that purpose so i'm again i'm now relating to my doom scrolling and reeling in the morning as opposed to getting out of bed at six i'm like well i could watch 15 more minutes of this and still meditate and get out of bed by seven and make my call and as opposed to, you know, is this fulfilling my legacy or is this not? Which is a question a CEO would ask about the resources that the CEO has available to them to fulfill what they're up to. Yeah, right. All right. a function of keeping that mindful. All right, so I got the first part of what you were saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Think about that. Um, um, yeah. And, but then the second part that you're saying is a paradox. What's the second part that's a paradox to that? Well, and we were talking about customer service and just having it um, just – you know, getting wrapped around the axle of, you know, people not providing customer service when it's easy and simple. It's, um, and I, my thought about that was I was trying to think about somebody who would not be providing customer service and who do they know themselves to be? Like if they're and the assumption, I think I'm making in my head is they're not showing up for themselves. So how could they show up for you? Okay. And that's an assumption. That may not be yeah. true, but that's well, it's just super meta. But you know, like, yes, I, that's the thing about it. Okay, let's just look at this for customer service. The thing I'm actually crazy about it is, I know there's a connection here, but I don't know what it is yet. Um, 
the thing that makes me crazy about bad customer service is it's because the other person on the other end of the phone or the other person whose business it is that's jacking me up is operating in a way as if they've never been on my end of the phone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're operating as if what they're doing, they there's just a mindlessness to it. There is a real lack of humanity in it. It's yeah, always yeah. the lack of humanity that gets me. It's the, oh. it's the real lack of understanding this issue. It, at the very least needs an authentic acknowledgement for the problem that is mm. at hand, yeah. right? That the product or service is not delivering or is the, and that human being could just see that if they looked as a human being, mm. but instead they're looking, they're, they're operating as a, uh, I don't know, as a fucking rule book, Yeah, you know, or, or, or like you said, they're who they are for themselves. They're, they, it kills their humanity. Mm. It's killing their humanity to mm. not out, not to acknowledge that's happening. So the, the people on the, you know, the interface level with the consumer, wherever you're lucky enough to get a human being yeah. are generally not empowered to make a difference with it in, you know, poorly run companies that don't care about customer service, don't empower the front lines to be able to make something right. And then the decision in the back, uh, higher up, wherever the bean counters are in that scenario yeah. are intentionally not giving them the authority to make any kind of difference because they've they're of the mindset that the human beings that are buying the service don't fucking matter enough. There's right. enough of them and they'll always be coming that we don't have to take care of them in any human kind of way. And that's always the part that gets me because, you know, you do business with Amazon and, you know, it couldn't be more faceless. Yeah. I mean, just couldn't have a more faceless organization it's not nordstrom's where there's an individual there yeah. you're talking to it's a completely faceless organization but if there's any problem hmm. there every single person you talk to is empowered to resolve it immediately mm-hmm. you know yeah. immediately yeah 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 so it, it's it's wild and then just from a profit standpoint you know you show me a company that has delivered extraordinary service and gone out of business. Hmm. Give me the examples of where, where a company gave too much customer service and it didn't work out for them in the bottom line. You just can't, there aren't examples of this. This is because that's not the way business works, but the bean counters in the tower don't get this. And so it's just maddening. It's absolutely mad. It's maddening because of the, the way it has people suppress their humanity on the front end, the business that are not empowered and, and yeah. Wild. Wild. Well, that brought up something for me about just the, if we just bring that back then to the CEO of our own life. So just it's me, myself and I, and I think of, it made me think as you were sharing that about, how often I give myself good customer service, you know, like I, mm-hmm. I don't know that I give myself good customer service. I think, I think I expect a lot from myself and I don't necessarily interact with myself sometimes in a, um, 
customer satisfaction context, you know, like how, if I could really, you know, in parts work, if I could really separate myself, Carl Jung, if I could really like have a conversation with all my parts and my parts were like serving each other, I'm not sure that that would be a very, <laughs> you know, like a uh, happy conversation. I think everybody would be a little cynical of each other, my parts, you know, like the critic and the the protector and the all the different parts you can think of. Uh, the, the the cheerleader, everybody would just be like, hey, this isn't working so well. And so it's an interesting thought. You know, you, we had talked about, we've talked about imposter syndrome on this podcast, I think multiple times, but there's something about like, you know, a customer coming in and you're like, hey, you know what? You're an imposter. <laughs> you know, hey, you're an idiot. Right. Who are you? Who are you to to buy this? Who are you to show up into this space? Like, you know, that would be like not something you would say to a customer, you know, like maybe some being the CEO of your life is like, how are you um, having a good team? And your if your team are, are the parts of you that are all working together, a hundred percent zero to pull, to pull something off called your life. It's good. Uh, that's great, Chris. I never even, I mean, you know, I've certainly had thoughts around that, but not in that frame. And that's a really interesting way to do it. And again, calls for mindfulness. Yeah. You know, calls for awareness, presence to, okay, well, what is that conversation I'm having with myself? Yeah. You know, is this an empowering context? Am I being, you know, am I allowing myself as a, uh, to experience, you know, am I allowing myself to experience what there is to experience here? Mm. You know, run, or uh, am I just beating myself up? Certainly beating myself up is a phrase that's enough in the culture to, Sure. communicate this and you know while you and you just wouldn't ever beat up a customer you just wouldn't ever beat up a customer right you know right. yeah i mean in some ways you be when it's negative and i i have that every week it's not like you know i think mindfulness is a is a state maybe more than it is like a condition like i'm i am i've reached mindfulness you know like right. i i am okay. here i will forever be here that there's a did you say one time it was a skill? Like there is something that can be developed. Your your mindfulness can be developed. And so you sure. can get better at it. They definitely think I'm better at it, but it's definitely that active managing of um, how I'm relating to myself in the context that I hold. So, you know, when you're talking about bean counters who don't think the humanity of the customer is worth investing in. And I take that and I make my I, I make myself both the bean counter and the customer. You know, like, do I at times relate to myself like I don't matter? Or like um I don't I don't know my ass from a hole in the Like I don't really know anything. Who am I to do this? Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, I don't know anything and who am I to do this? There's a world between those two statements. Those two statements are not inherently linked. Say them again. Who am I to do this? And what was the other one? I don't know anything about this. Oh, I mean, you could link them. Obviously you could link them. I linked them today. I told you about the uh, Navy SEAL that I saw doing mindfulness training. And I was like, oh, fuck it. This is a terrible idea for us to do this. There's already someone in the space. <laughs> so linking those two things was right there, but they're not necessarily linked because there could be, wow, I don't know anything about this. Great. Let me check it out and see what I can learn. I mean, those are that's equally. Mindfulness. Yeah, that's be mindfulness. Like, wow. Right. Well, mindfulness could also be, I don't know anything about this. And then how cool. I don't know anything. Sure. Right. Right. Yeah. That's mindfulness. Yeah. Right. I'm just check it out. I don't know anything about this. 
Well, that's the, I mean, that, that's the point. I think maybe that why I said it that way just is that they, they're different, but if, if I'm not mindful about it, they yes. overlap a ton, they collapse on each other and they feel, they can feel like one and the same thing. Like, what do I know about mindfulness? I'm not a Navy SEAL. <laughs> do you know, what do I, who am I to, and then, and then that, that spills into, so who am I to do it? If I don't know what a Navy yes, SEAL knows about mindfulness then who am I to do it? Well, that's the spill. That's the natural yeah. cascade, right, you know, right. into a disempowering world, which is what we all, you know, that's the default. Yeah. That's where we're all going, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. It, into that world of, you know, this isn't going to work and fuck it. And mm-hmm. right. I'm a dumbass. And... <laughs> right. Which is, you know, you shouldn't talk to your customer that way. Right. And that's a really great way to, interesting to, way to put it right as a ceo you're right who's the customer um you know and what's needed here to empower the customer what is the customer what did the customer want here what is the you know yeah, well, i'm the ceo right of this project for legacy of people having agency then mm-hmm. but also now now i'm also not just the ceo of that right yeah. right there's aspects of me that i can look at like the customer of that it's mm-hmm. like i could empower that well um, yeah yeah That's- the word you used earlier was humanity and i you know that there is that there is uh in good customer services humanity so that the idea of if you're the ceo of your life if you're in the c-suite of your life but you are also the customer of your life that there is some accounting for the humanity of you like that that so so if i had to say it another way with the example of like who are we to do a mindfulness thing when when navy seals are out there doing mindfulness stuff there's a to me i think of the i i rarely anymore have imposter syndrome and i think it's because i just i'm i somehow i figured out what i want to build and how i want to build it and i'm not measuring myself against anybody else's way they're doing it there's a there's a this is a creation this is my art. I'm, I'm, I have a life's work and a legacy to build and nobody else can build it but me because it's the thing that's in my heart to build. It's a creation. And so there's a humanity from the C-suite down to the person on the, in the trenches and the front lines of building this thing that is a, a real um, synergistic, like, I see what you're doing on the front lines, Chris. And they go, thanks, Chris, up in the C-suite for supporting us here. Right. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure it's Matthew McConaughey during one of his Academy Award acceptance speeches. Uh, I don't know if one of them, I don't know if he's won more than one. So hmm. it could just be the one. But he thanked himself. Hmm. Hmm. We're not giving up and, you know, wow. believing in himself. Like it was that tenor of exactly what you're saying mm. of believing in himself and and that's uh really uh <laughs> you know i mean that could come off a yeah. lot of different ways and certainly people i read many scathing i'm sure uh, right like the egotistical way of viewing that comment mm-hmm. um and at the same time right i mean certainly it's a valid way to look at it but it's just a really disempowering way to look at it. It's the least generous possible way to look at it, mm-hmm. um, which is really people looked at it in the least generous possible way. That's shocking. Um, <laughs> shocking. I can't believe that social media was less than generous. Yeah. What? But um, in this economy and uh, 
at the, what I hear really is what you're pointing to is that there really is, uh, you know, a you that could be nurtured mm. uh, and fostered and and brought along and and mm. and and um, you know listened to and mm. developed and you know real with a difference with a ear toward. Mm. Um, you know, empowering as that person, as that aspect of ourselves moves toward fulfilling mm. our legacy, you know, or moves the machine, moves the game, moves the piece on the board closer mm. to fulfilling on our legacy. And um, it is worth acknowledging that part of ourselves. It is worth acknowledging um, who we are, what we do. Um, And I think developing that CEO mindset is an access to that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, noticing it gives, it get creating that context by default will create divisions in, in who you are. Like it'll create, oh, if I'm the CEO of my life, then great. Then who's the, you know, who's the, chief financial officer here right i should empower that person yeah i should really make sure that person has what they need and who the hell is the chief who's the my direction who's my uh, office you know my uh chief operating officer right who's that person right yes yes you know who's handling the personal chef today like you know you start start to (laughs) divide up the accountability so it's not i think gosh there's Way more, way, way more than one episode of, of hmm. ideas in this mm-hmm. uh, to explore. Yeah, um, it's helpful though because it gives a framework. You know, it's kind of like sometimes mindfulness can feel like you're sticking your head into the void, you know, and seeing all the things but not seeing anything. It's like you're swirling, but this really gives it a structure to kind of be like, it's helpful. It's a helpful framework. I like it. Yeah, and I I, I like the idea of it giving rise to. Uh, various accountabilities or various other aspects of ourselves that could be nurtured that the CEO's job is to bring along, Mm. you know? Um, Because I know my, my, I know my HR department is out of control. (laughs) It's so helpful. I mean, it's such a diagnostic year. Like now I'm like, okay, let's just go, you know, every quarter you could do a quarterly review and you're like, let's look at our entire organization, you know, which right. department is like right. suffering right now? Who needs exactly. some coaching? My, my CFO is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that is great. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Oh my God. HR wants to have a word with me. <laughs> yeah. That is amazing. Wow. I really do like that. I mean, I mean, talk about mindfulness, like just bringing right. all the peace. It, um, it makes me think about conversations with God, um, how Neil Donald Walsh wrote that book. Mm-hmm. Um, Carl Jung, like I said, called it parts work, but there's a, you can have a conversation with your CFO and your HR um, person. And you're, you can have, if you journal, like Neil Donald Walsh mm-hmm. was writing, you as a CEO could call the meeting to, you know, to, to attention and, you know, and start to talk to those parts of yourself in a journal format or a computer and type it out. I've done that. It's very helpful. Like it's interesting, the wisdom that comes through when you're starting mm-hmm. to hone in on the very specific things that, departments that yeah you want to focus on and that would be total mindfulness that's a mindfulness practice it is a mindfulness practice that's very cool chris i like it because it um 
it uh, it brings distinction to what I'm dealing with. Mm. Like I'd like to play with it for a week or so and then come back and have, I mean, I think this is, we're still fleshing out the conversation for this, for the new brand and where we're at and what it means to be the mindful CEO. Um, And what that love to hear from any listeners about what you've noticed or what you start to notice if you start to divide up the accountabilities of your life from, you know, because otherwise it's just, this is one big bucket and I find it difficult to imagine life's not just happening to you. Yeah. Right. I, I, you know, if you're not the CEO of your life, then the other side of that equation is life's just happening to you and you're living in a, some sort of reactive mode to yeah. everything that's happening or, uh, um, yeah, I mean, you're not, maybe not even reactive mode as much as is like, a uh, at the mercy of hmm. life what's happening if you're if you're not the ceo what are you right right yeah right you know what what are you to your life you that's know, a good journal prompt so we could write that yeah right I mean, like, if you're not this if you're not gonna be the ceo what are you hmm. um hmm. you know in a lot of ways it's just first of all there's no mindfulness there there's just what you are yeah. there's just i'm yeah. just guy which means you're just at the whim of life really when you i think if you drill down into that that means you're just doing whatever Mm. shows up Mm -hmm. right um and that really does fit right inside legacy leverage and leadership like if you're going to provide leadership right that's the ceo's job that's the ceo's visionary that's the position of that person Mm -hmm. um more than the chairman of the board right i mean the chairman of the board may have ultimate you know, forget about that. And I'm not interested in getting the metaphor <laughs> that deep. Sorry. I went there. Yeah, yeah, a little too in the, in the weeds, um, you know, but that's the leadership role of, and then the legacy portion is your purpose is what you're up to. And what are you out to fulfill? And, or if, you know, if you're list, still listening from your actual hmm. business's purpose, then that's the, what your business is out to fulfill in the world. And then, you know, what are our, that opportunity to leverage various assets. And if you're, you know, I'm just, yeah. again, this is all personal stuff. If my, you know, my wife, <laughs> my, uh, I, I have, uh, I, I don't know if this is not diagnosed and I don't want to insult anyone who is diagnosed OCD and I'm certainly not out to, you know, trivialize what that is in any way, but we were, had an experience last weekend where I was, I used what I call my OCD, my anxiety, uh, it, for the good of the group. <laughs> mm, mm. Um, you know, it's like, uh, I have a, we went to see the dead at the gorge and, and I would, it, we were at a campground and I took the first bus over to the gorge and got us everyone's seats. Mm. Uh, which everyone, you know, which meant I sat, you know, got there at three thirty, and I stood in line for an hour, and then I got inside at five and waited to the show to start at seven, and everyone just shows up at seven, and they all have space on the blanket, right? Mm. Which was fine; it wasn't a hardship for me because I, if I was anywhere else, I would have been really anxious mm-hmm. yeah, about yeah. not. I would, I would not have enjoyed myself anywhere else, and I didn't need anyone else to come with me because I don't. The thought of spending two hours making small talk with someone is anxiety producing in and of itself. So, but it was like, I'm going to use my OCD for good, right? I'm not going to just sit here and 
be anxious. I'm going to go do something about it. And my wife and I were joking. It'd be nice if one of us had a cleaning OCD, Mm -hmm. like something that would be really useful for the family. Right. But we don't. Right. right? So in terms of the performance review, or if you start looking right, you know, whoever's accountable for maintenance, you know, the building maintenance is shitty. I have a very shitty facilities manager. (laughs) (laughs) Very weak at facilities management. And, um, but that then becomes a framework to be able to work something out and be responsible for that and, 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 and understand that and guide that person and hire someone. You know, we always talk about, you know, hire, farm out things you're not good at, but now you've got a real framework in which to sort that out. I think it's super empowering. I'm glad we had, glad we had this conversation. Yeah. Um, me too. Really, it's way deeper well than I thought it was going to be. It's the power of mumbling through it because I, I, I didn't. I really like the the metaphor analogy. I don't know what you call this, but the the framework. I like it. It helps me think a lot about how I would relate to myself in a. Because I think in business or in projects that are external, I I can be task oriented. I can move something forward. I'm good at measuring it or breaking it down into chunks. When I get into my own life, it like I said, it's harder to really think through what are the compartments of it. I it kind of all blends together and it creates a little bit of confusion for me at times. So this is, this feels helpful to me Mm -hmm. because I can create some order in a place that sometimes feels chaotic, you know? Yeah. That's good. Good. I think, and it's directly connected to mindfulness in that way. Yeah. Um, It's noticing it. All right. Well, I think we could wrap this here and I'd love to hear, I would love to hear from anyone listening um, just where you've, you know, who do you see, where do you see your weak constituencies are within yourself or where do you, you know, just anything you got out of this conversation, really opening this conversation for prompts, um, you know, where, if there's a place you want to see us go next or a question you have, something that we could talk about, we're totally open for that. You can just email us or contact us off the, the webpage or. Yeah. Or where we. Our show notes have our email addresses and stuff. Well, I keep my email address very private. I don't like in a world of spam. I don't. I don't put mine out there very far. But okay, you know, how do people get a hold of us if they want to get a hold of us? Well, depending on where you're watching this, if you're or listening to this, I suppose uh, just go to go to our Facebook group. I mean, just go there. You can find, okay, you can fine. Mindful CEO, great, great, perfect. Yeah, because you can find and then you can find our profiles from there. Look, I mean, be mindful about it. if you have something to say. Like, let's connect. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, anyway, great. Um, yeah, and and obviously the website is themindfulceo.com. So you can have her there and um, check out all the other things there, including the community that'll launch at some point here. So we have a contact us on the website. Uh, I, I haven't added that. I should add that. You will just add that. Okay, good. There you go. So now we've handled that. Okay. <laughs> we even, we're even mumbling through our administrative things right here on the, on the exactly. show. All right. Good. So there'll be a little contact us, which you can just submit a prompt if you're interested in us, mm. you know, exploring an idea that you have a question or something. We'd love to explore that. Um, because we do not have the answers, is but we will find them. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. I love that. Yeah, awesome. All right, friend. Thank you. Good stuff today. See you next time. Yeah.